Three beers later. Episode 29. Prime number. Way to go, dumbass. Right. Mike Schaefer is here tonight. Hi, Mike. Hello, gentlemen. Welcome. Uh, could you tell us the situation uh, with the beer here? What is, what's happening? Yeah, so I uh, I decided to bring beer because I joined a podcast called Three Beers Later, and yes. I'm not currently drinking. That's weird. Over this period of time. This so is going to be different. I figured I would at least provide the beer and then watch you guys drink and then get your, uh, you know, just general thoughts on, on the type of beer that I drink for the most part. And then drive us home afterwards. No, you not, have, okay. Okay. You're on your own there. I live very close. You live very uh, close. Okay, I'll drop you. <laughs> You're on your own. Mark Fair lives enough. really All far right. away. Yep. I'll, I'll hitchhike. It's fine. So we have the, as you described it, the Mike Schaefer starter pack. Yeah, basically. it's not. It's not a hundred percent accurate. There's, I had to make some changes because the, the proprietor that I went to to buy the beer didn't have everything that I wanted for some reason. Okay, uh, so, so start you, there. What did you want? What's what's have the? Have you guys ever had Boulder Beer Company's Sweaty Betty? No, no. That is like one of my favorite summer beers. It is a blonde. It is a lot of clove, and it's just phenomenal. Really? Yeah. Really, really easy to drink beer. You can drink a lot of them in the summer, and you don't really feel it. Uh, I don't know what the ABV is on it, but it's it's really, really I think tasty. Like it's a it is top of the line. You finished mowing your lawn. You're sitting outside. You don't want to go inside because you know you just accomplished something. Mm -hmm. You want to appreciate it. You're surveying your patchwork grass <laughs> because you got two dogs that ruin everything in your life. And you have a sweaty Betty. It's a hell of a beer. It, I mean, it, seriously, it is a great lawn mowing beer. And I went to to the place to go get it, and I couldn't find it. And I go up there after I picked the other stuff out, and I was like, kind of passive aggressively, like, "Oh, I didn't. You guys don't carry Boulder beer anymore." <laughs> like, "Oh, we do. We just we only have cans." Mm. No. I don't. How do you guys feel about cans? Like, work. What's wrong eh, with cans? I don't know. I like. If I was doing the hierarchy of what I like to what I don't like for beer, okay, always, you know, a draw. Always, yeah, always draft. Always yeah. a draw. Yeah, and then mostly bottle, and then like can. But if I'm because drinking, of taste or because yeah, if I'm drinking a really good like craft beer, I don't think it tastes as good from a can because I don't know if my association with it is that in college all you drank was just like sure. crappy bombers and. Are you going like bottle to mouth or bottle to glass to mouth? In oh, this? always, always bottle to glass if I can. Yes, if, if I can. If glass is ever an option, glass. Right. So if you go can to glass, what the hell's the difference? I, I mental. I'm not sure. I I can't. I always prefer that if I can buy beer that it's in bottle. Classic. I only brought you guys some Three Floyds that I found in the back of my fridge. But then I decided I'd save those you, for when I could drink again. You almost did a lot of things. So what do we have? What? what? All right. So we have three different beers here. We have my favorite Mexican beer. Ah, developed yes. over a very uh, Special. You know, specific amount of time in which I've sampled all of the different Mexican beers and have decided Modelo makes the best one. And I don't know if it's close for me. This is where we're starting. This is is this on purpose or is this just it was the first one? Uh, that you yeah, got? I wanted to just kind of okay. you know start with a Mexican beer, and then you know I, I like to to 
to get out of the the state of Nebraska and spend some time out on beaches and enjoying citrusy type Mexican beers for the most part. I was in Cancun last year and I drank as many Modelos as I could get my hands on. You were recently somewhere too. Like, I was in the Bahamas. They don't have Modelo. No Modelo in the Bahamas. But if what they, they, what they did, they I would have drank them. They have like Bahamas beer in the Bahamas? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it's pretty good. Um, is it Classico? I don't know. I, this seems like something I could look up, but... Um, Not worth it. It's fine. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Are you guys big Mexican beer individuals? Um, I wouldn't say big. I, I, I guess dip my toe into it a little bit. Something yeah. like this. Uh, Ducati, you know, like just the normal streamlined shit that everybody drinks out of Mexican beers. I never I never regret it when I drink no, them. It's but not, it, no, it's I, not bad. I'm also never going to buy it. That's just... Yeah, mm. like I, I buy these when I am out to dinner mm-hmm. or when I am... Like, if I'm at a bar and I'm just tired of drinking whatever domestic thing sure. and I need a curveball, like <laughs> I'm going to the, the Modelo. It, um... But I, I have never in my life, I mean, this is the only time I think I've bought bottles from a store, and then it's always been like I'm somewhere. Right, right, right. You happen to be This at... is not a, like, drink it at home beer a whole lot. <laughs> it, uh, this, I think is the first time we've had a non-craft microbrew sort of beer here on this <laughs> oh, podcast. Oh, history shape. All right. <laughs> first, uh, first and foremost, I just wanted to be in the top 37 <laughs> guests you'd ever had on the show. Through episode twenty nine, just I feel snuck, pretty snuck good. In there. Feel pretty good. <laughs> it's a good start, that's for sure. Uh, it's got the classic, you know. It's well, it's got the clear bottle, so it's going to have the skunk. I, I, that's you crack it open. That's mm-hmm. the first thing you notice is just that skunky smell. Which is almost. fine. People get pissed about that. You know, I go. You're good with it. Yeah, I'm totally good with it. So things like uh, like a Heineken or yeah. your Stella, you're on board with all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always, especially a Heineken. It always catches me off guard with Heineken. Like I just I expect it to be cleaner, and it's just kind of skunky. And I it is it's just what it, it is. It, it is what it is. So the other option I considered for this initial beer mm-hmm. was, uh, I know you're you're a big baseball guy, Mark. I I don't know if you are or not. I uh, enjoy the the hardball. That's but when you sport. when you go to a game, and you can pick from the bomber selection that they have, my absolute favorite every time is the banquet beer. So I thought about just bringing you guys a bomber of banquet beer to start with, but then I didn't know. I'd be on board with it. I didn't, I didn't know where that you. would go. Like the Coors Banquet? Oh, yeah. We've we've tossed around the idea, and Coors Banquet is on a little different level, but we've. I feel like it's been a topic in all of our episodes. Hey, what if we just brought in a bunch of six-pack of Bud Light one night? Okay, so. Would that suck? Probably. I, I've had this idea thrown out, and it was specifically in correlation with the basketball tournament that just got over. Um, and that's passed. You but, can say what it's called. Uh, can I? Yeah. This isn't reporting. Is it promotional use? We could make money. We'll, we'll, do, we'll just call it the NCAA tournament. All right. We that, can call it that. That's fair. Well, there's multiple of them, Mark. Uh, the division basketball one? men's division one NCAA. Multiple of those. It's, it's the madness. It's, it's the oh, madness. Well, that, that um, locked me in. <laughs> the, the top tournament for men's. Anyway. The idea was a a bracket of shitty beer, basically, going over numerous weeks. Are we doing this right now? Well, we don't have multiple shitty beers tonight. Well, I mean, we well, can... I, I guess I assume I haven't I haven't yeah, had them. All. I, I think these are uh, 
a significant step up from the, the I, starter. I don't necessarily need to have it to know what I let me let me ask you this though. When you have a bracket like that, what do you and are you voting for what beer you think is the shittiest? Ooh. Or are you voting for the beer that you think is the king of the shit? See, that's the way I would go with it is best the, shitty the, beer. the best bad beer. Okay. Yeah. You do you have a favorite one? Uh and here's the thing. I wouldn't consider Coors Banquet to be a that doesn't, shitty beer. It doesn't belong in that category. I, don't think. I, I think it's like elevated past the the mainline stuff for some reason. I can't explain to you why, but I feel like if that's all here, it's like there. It's not a whole <laughs> lot, but it's up. There's something about the you know the weird bottle. Oh, the little stubby bottle. Little stubby bottle. Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. So that I think that alone basically just puts it above <laughs> its shitty counterparts. Um, old Milwaukee was was always a favorite Ooh. in the family. Um, I haven't had a ton of shitty beers to be honest with you. You know, I you gotta oh, go okay. back to like college. Well, right? and even then, you're the I, guy with the shirt on that says the Nebraska beer scene is rad. Nebraska right beer now. scene is rad. Um, Triple B. Yep. He guest to the podcast. He gave us those shirts last week. He gave right? us one of those and um, the Nebraska Republic one. Yeah, yeah, but Shafe brought beer. So, so but here, here's the thing with that. Uh, no, I don't want to compete with Triple B. <laughs> that guy's a man. We have now two identical shirts. Yeah, we got to be really careful. Yeah. So if we um, both would have popped in here wearing that shirt, we would have been idiots. So Brunt and I have that with like polos, like four right. seven sports polos, and we were only saved by the fact that then the next year they gave us an option to pick colors. Oh. And we were we were like texting back and forth about. <laughs> I right, call well, the red one. Yeah. I'm gonna go with burnt orange and maroon, and you're going with hunter green and sea blue. All right, we're good. We're not even gonna be near each other on the spectrum. This 24/7 sports, they they break it down into colors like that. It's not just navy blue, but it's uh, like so the vendor that they use for these specific polos had very wow out there. You know, that makes it seem. I better. shouldn't say out there. They're colors, but you know they're not the, they're not the layman. Colors. They're like if you walk into Sherwin Williams and you look at the wall, and you're getting like eggshell turtle. Right. That's so. what I want to pick from. Describe eggshell turtle. Uh, it's an off white, and that's pretty much what okay. it is. Okay. Okay. So I worked at Sherwin Williams for like seven months. Oh, really? Yeah. So you know your colors. Uh, I did. I don't. Know. <laughs> I graduated from Sherwin Williams University. Congratulations. What? So. What the hell is that? Uh, it is the university training program for Sherwin Williams, in which you learn to become a safe employee, working with paint and paint accessories. How long did that take you? Uh, probably about two weeks. Did I you really milked it, so I didn't have to do as much on the floor. online. Yeah, well, on the intranet, because the store didn't have the actual internet well, because sure. it doesn't want you to surf when you're working. Wow. Did you get a certificate of completion? I do. I have it in my house in Columbus. <laughs> I have three degrees i consider them i have one from sherwin williams well four if you count high school but everybody gets that. Yeah, just, i don't even count given you get sherwin williams that was the first one i got that even before my high school degree. then the university of nebraska whatever yeah this third one probably the most cool went to iceland i went to elf school i got a degree from elf school that certifies me as someone who has knowledge of elves and the hidden people of Iceland. <laughs> it is over the mantle of my fireplace in my house. It's, is it framed? Because it needs oh, to yeah. be. Yeah. How, okay. Share some knowledge yeah, about we have a elves lot of questions. and right, so, the hidden people of Iceland. Well, 
how did you get it? The what what happened? Okay, all right. Hang how on, did hang you on, stumble hang on, upon hang on. it? There's so many things. We have to introduce we, the show. Yeah, we we haven't played a sounder yet. Hey, this is three beers later. We're drinking beers, uh, people, events, ideas. Beer one, Modelo Especial. Welcome in, Elf School. I'm almost done with my first beer. One. But Elf School. Now, if I was really bringing it tonight, I would have had Icelandic beer for you guys. But they you, don't sell that in Nebraska, so I and I drank it when I came back with it. So especially at the local beer proprietor that you have chosen tonight. <laughs> you want to talk about expensive beer? You go through customs and you're buying thirty six dollars six packs. Oh no, that's very expensive. <laughs> was it worth it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It um, the one that I really liked was an Einstock white ale. Okay, uh, and it was just tremendous. Really, really good. I like, I think, the blondes, the white ales, the Kolsch's, Pilsner's. That's more in my, my range. And then when it gets to be the weather like today, I like darker beer. A.K.A. winter. So, yeah, I mean, that's I, I swing very wildly in those directions and then avoid, for the most part, the IPAs. That Any, everybody anything else with seems, hop? Pretty much. Okay. If you're listening from not in this region, here in Nebraska, we've actually regressed back to winter. For the third time, yeah, I think we're we're on third winter. So do you think winter. we do you, did did winter ever really leave? There was a week there where it was pretty good. I wore shorts once. I remember that. It's it's a distant memory, but yeah. I, I wore shorts. It once. was there. Yeah, it did happen. <laughs> so winter is back, and we'll let you know when spring reappears. Okay, elf yeah. school. Yeah. So <laughs> I went with a, a friend of mine. We decided we were going to go to Iceland. Went for two weeks, and awesome. By the way, we. You know, you're researching it, you're finding things to do, and in the capital of Reykjavik, they had uh, one of the things I came across was there was a, a man who teaches a four-hour class that comes complete with pancakes and snacks of uh, <laughs> elves, of the history of elves in Iceland and the history of hidden people in Iceland. They're two separate things. Okay. Uh, elves, obviously, as you know from folklore and everything else, uh, little tiny guys apparently inhabited the island of Iceland before the people showed up, uh, and you know worked in the forest and kept to themselves. Now you ask yourself, how could there be a forest? It was made out of volcanic rock. I don't know. That's exactly is, what I was thinking. And yes, thank you for this is how for bringing it went. that up. And when you'd ask these questions, you'd give some weird technical response. And you're coming off of, uh, you know, you flew in and you're really tired. And it was the same day that we flew in. So I was nodding off during class. So he's bullshitting you. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got into the JFK assassination and how that ties to Iceland at one point. <laughs> the elves. I don't think the elves were, the were elves involved. Are it might have been the hidden the people. people uh, okay. Oh, but, yeah. So the hidden people exist in Iceland. And this is a thing that they believe. Of it. Like this, you know, we're laughing about it. If you bring it up to native Icelanders, six out of ten will probably laugh with you. The other four out of ten truly believe that these people exist. But this is... And the hidden people play tricks on you. They're the ones that cause you to stumble or to fall. So they're... They're, they're the ones... That, it's the they're bad. superstitious, yes. Not all of them, but most of them. Mischievous? Yes. Okay. So I sat through a, a four-hour class, got some wonderful pancakes, and ate some Icelandic candy. Uh, that was much better than whatever they showed for Thorir or Bjarnarson in their taste red club on the red club team. Yes. Yeah. Um, what do they put on their pancakes there in Iceland? Um, syrup. I'm trying to think. They had like the full spread of the um, 
what is that stuff that's like peanut butter but chocolate? Nutella. Nutella. Yes. So apparently they love that. Wh- why pancakes? What? What? I'm just Wait. trying to imagine this. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I mean, that's what apparently you eat during elf school. So nobody was happy. <laughs> I promise you, everybody was like, "Oh, pancakes." They weren't like, "Why are we eating this, sir?" Well, I'm curious. <laughs> I now. guess I, I've never been in a situation with pancakes and thought this would be better without pancakes. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Are you not a pancake guy? No, I mean, like, the, the pancakes adds to the question that I have about this entire event, this entire Wait, how situation. Does it, why does this thing operate? Why does it exist? Yes. You yeah, said, I don't know. I mean, I paid money to go to it. So it's but just, it's pancakes. This guy's job is essentially to bring people to his office and then teach them about elves and hidden people, charge them for the experience of it, and then feed them pancakes. And I- give them a certificate of completion. Yes. And That's I got a, a big one. I got a book. God, if I knew I was going to talk about this, I'd have brought it all in. I got a handbook <laughs> that would probably answer some of the questions you have. I might bring it uh, the next time I'm in studio for something else. I'll let you loan it out to you if I can trust you. I would love it. that. So you can read about it. So theoretically, I could do this here. Like uh, not make an, an elf class. How but are I your could pancake say, skills? Everyone, all right, you're going to get free. Pick a kind of a random food. Um, tacos. tacos sloppy joes sloppy joes that's better everyone gets free sloppy joes you pay 40 bucks and i talk about my deep knowledge and history of uh history and knowledge of something that is completely random once again Sounds like you're really struggling to come up with this idea that you thought that you could do pretty but easy. i could do it <laughs> I could so you do don't it, have any knowledge that, of anything. But people would pay for it. Would no, they? I, I don't have knowledge of anything. Here's now, what you don't and, have. And I'm questioning whether this guy knew shit either. There's a book. There was a handbook. Yeah. He made a handbook. He put money. He put effort into it. He put time into it. Here's the thing that you don't have that he has. Charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. Uh, he has tourists flooding to the country. It's <laughs> true. In a city that's roughly... 100,000 less than Lincoln, but it has all of these tourists coming in looking for things to do, and you splash around elf school. <laughs> yeah, Sounds, I'm, I'm uh, immediately we, in. Yeah. I'm, I'm so in. We were we did it, and we lucked out because there was only one day on our two-week schedule that it was going to work out. We were, it happened to be the day we we flew in. Well, so let's just say like I do it in New York, and I give the history of the underground rat community. And how they interact with each other and their effect on New York and society in general. You sure could. I could make a shit ton of money off that. So much money. And feed people sloppy joes. I don't know if you'd make that much money. Tourists. Look at these weird-ass American people. What are they doing? Well, I mean, you'd have to generate some buzz about it. People would have to be like, oh, I want to know about underground rat community. How did you find out about the elf school? Well, I looked on the internet. The internet has everything. Was it mostly Americans taking elf school? No, there was a, from all, there was, I shouldn't say no. I mean, it was probably half Americans, half um, from other countries. I mean, Iceland is a, like, it's a stopover point for a lot of people uh, on their way to and from Europe to America. And so you'd have, I mean, there's people from Germany, Belgium. Um, I don't think they were very impressed by the pancakes personally, (laughs) but there was people from Colorado, Minnesota. Obviously, we were from Nebraska, Texas. 
So, you, I mean, you kind of had a little bit of everything. Um, but people know about elves. They don't know about underground rats. People know about rats. Now, if you could convince people that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually existed, that would get a crowd. That's a business. There you go. You're talking about these turtles that have fought and society has covered it up <laughs> consistently. And you're feeding people sloppy Joe, though I would probably say if you're going with the turtles, you want to move it to pizza. There's a little bit more of a tie there. Yeah, Can't but it better be good if you're doing it in New York. Oh, that's a good point. Too. You're absolutely right. I mean, then I would know where to find that. The other part of it is, did the guy, did he look the part? Was he really yes. weird? Uh, he, like, so he was Did he have probably, circle, circle glasses? Yes. And he had a huge beard. <laughs> that was my just, yeah. question. How long was the beard? Just yeah. a big freaking beard. Like, yeah. longer than mine's ever been. Yeah. Was um, he very skinny or very large? Very large man. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we're talking, like, 6'4"-ish, okay. probably 340. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, basically, like, Hagrid from Harry oh, Potter? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. And so he, when he walks, so we're in this old, probably, office building that was converted from, I don't know what, but it has these wooden floors, and you just, like, he'd be walking <laughs> And talking, and then you just hear the creaking noise following him in the <laughs> circle that he was walking. And then he got tired, and so he sat down and talked for a while. And that's how, I don't know, at some point somebody asked about conspiracy theories that he was interested in. Oh, yeah, I bet. And then JFK came way up to the top there. D does he subscribe to the second shooter Oh, he subscribes or? to whatever you're willing to sell on. <laughs> he does not subscribe to Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. So, So the other key to this new business the idea that we have would be to look the part or find a guy pay a guy to look the part no, you don't though. look like a guy that knows anything about underground rats i don't feel like i do i don't feel like i would pull that off very well leprechauns maybe yeah 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 you could really play <laughs> up the red irishness over there would that would that play in new york city it would play more there than it would here yeah it would play in Alabama. <laughs> in Mobile, yeah. specifically. I need my second one. One of the greatest videos on the internet. It really is. That was like basically how I found out YouTube was even a thing. That was, that was basically my first foray into YouTube. It, There's a leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama. I feel like everybody sort of has those videos that like introduce them to the randomness that is the world that's posted on the internet. And for me, that would be up there with the, the top of it, that that was like a real news broadcast. With like, what are some other ones out there? Uh, one of my favorites is um, Whistle Tips. Whistle Tips? I don't know Whistle Tips. With, with Bub Rub. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that one. Yeah, so it, it basically people were hollowing out their exhaust pipe. Yeah, put so putting it, a tip on them to make them whistle. And so they would be driving down the street and... Sacramento, I think, is where this happened. Their news station's doing a story on it. You got the old white woman who's complaining about it. It's a very <laughs> urban thing. And then they go to this guy in a in a car shop, and his name's Bub Rub. <laughs> says the subtitles, and I mean, he was just amazing. So it's the most perfect news right. story. Ever. And so he he tells everything, and he's like, "Man, it's like an alarm clock." And so immediately, this became a remix. Sure. And because he starts making the sound effect. Right. And and it just takes off from there. But the thing that makes the video most amazing is they're filming this guy peeling out of the parking lot 
and he nearly smokes another car, swerves to avoid that car, and nearly hits a parked car, and then drives <laughs> off as it just the whistle as it just whistles. Goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just incredible. Uh, so that that one's up there. It's a good I mean, one. The, That's the one with the guy that goes like the cars go woo yeah. or something like that. Oh, yeah. I've heard that line yeah. before. Like an alarm clock. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, everybody knows the turtle kid. Yeah, I like turtles. I like turtles. That one was just so random. In the face paint. I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, you have like boom goes the dynamite guy. Hide your kids. Hide your wife hide your was kids, up there hide for me. Wife. And then there was that guy that reviewed Five Guys. Did you ever see that one? I don't think so. I forget his name. Dame Drops, D-A-Y-M Drops. So that was the first time I was introduced to YouTube remixes then. was This guy. I had Hide Your Kids, Hide Your Wife, all those remixes. Yeah. Those were actually good. They were they were all right. Now, he, he's just some, you know, black guy who goes around to restaurants and you know, he tried like the Doritos Locos Taco when it came out or the mm-hmm. Five Guys, just burger, but takes one bite and goes, oh, mm, oh, I wish you could try this. Oh. So good. That's the whole Let video. Let me tell you. Oh, this burger right here. Just, yeah, and that's seven minutes. Seven? That, yeah. Wow. He, he milked long, it. He milked long it. review. Pretty good. All right. Happy looks like he needs I another got, beer. I got it. Hang on. Yeah, we do. We both. Look at that. And we are moving into Kona Brewing Company. Here. Okay. Two. Uh, Have we done this on this show before, Mark? Kona? Yeah. We've, we've definitely not done Kona on this show. Okay. All right, well, look at that. Here we go. Your Modelo, you get your Kona. So this is what is in place of the Sweaty Betty, because this is another beer that I think is a terrific, very light summer beer. Uh, right, Another one that I really like, but I didn't want to bring it in because you guys have probably had it a thousand times, Zipline Kolsch. Absolutely. really like that one. Uh, that's another beer that I will definitely drink after mowing a lawn. Yeah. Um, or at a baseball game or wherever. This is another super light beer, and those. it's not... It doesn't have the same sort of like taste that a blonde would, obviously, as a gold nail. But I think it's really refreshing. Oh. I I don't remember when they started bottling this and distributing it to the Midwest, but I became a fan pretty quickly. It's sweeter than I expected it to be. You never had this before? I don't know. I don't remember having it. I don't think. But I, most people have had, had longboard. I think. Sure. I I tend to avoid Kona, and. Why is that? Well, because... Did they do something politically? No, (laughs) not that I'm aware of. That wouldn't scare me away. No, I think it's... I mean, they're owned by somebody. They're part of Big Beard Uh, somehow. Oh. I don't know. I don't even know. Okay, guy. It's... Well, and it's... Trying to to stay out of uh, Big Green or whatever. It's... Big Barley? (laughs) Right, right. Big Yeast. Big Yeast. Uh, Um... No, it's and it like I said, it's more probably more perception than anything. What's the one out of um, New Orleans? Um, Abita? Abita. Abita. I just assumed for the longest time that Abita was owned by Budweiser or something. They're not. They're 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 craft. Abita's really good. I've never had one. Ah, I another. So I'm standing there as I'm looking through these. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's do the checklist. Do we want to go with the Abita Amber Ale, which I think is probably my favorite of theirs? Really, it's not. It's more of a deep cut than their Purple Haze. Right. Purple Haze is the one I've had, and I was not impressed. Really? See, I've picked it up probably five times at the store, looked at it, thought, nah, and put it back. Just over and over again. I was I was newer into my craft beer, you know, journey 
at that point. The journey. But, yes. The, you know, it's, you know, you're still on a journey. Right? It's a journey. Yeah. And it, it never ends really, but that was the beginning. Do you and, wish that there was like a checklist when you started the journey so you'd actually know where you were? Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of what untapped has done, but yes, I do wish. Yeah, I don't, that's too much work. It, <laughs> it is. It really is. I don't check in as, I, I do not check in all the beers that I drink, even the new ones, but I, like, I really, really want to journal them. You know, I really yeah. want to keep track of what I drink and like take notes and everything. Or that would be that's a great tool to have, right? But I I'm way too lazy because you, it's gotten to the point, and this so this happens to me sometimes when I'm like writing, where you stop and you go off and you do something else, and you have this idea and you want to write it, but you're either not near the computer or you just don't physically want to go and do it. Yeah, absolutely. Or you're just like you wish your brain could take what's in your head. And put it on something. So That's me in my dream there. journal. Yeah. I mean, that's, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's like you have great intentions to do something, and then you just can't get, get Absolutely. It. Because there's just one step, and then you don't want to do it. Well, the one step is effort. Yeah. And that's always a problem. Yeah. Convenience but We're going to be bit, at the point but... where, like, eventually technology is going to tap into our brainwaves and take what we're thinking and can put it on paper. And then your journal is just going to be electronic. Oh. And I can access it from my brain? Yeah. What if your dream journal was just like waiting for you when you woke up? Because it, it. That's great. Yeah. Tapped into your brain while you were dreaming yeah. and transcribed it. Do you it. struggle with remembering your dreams? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, man. I have the super vivid. Do you? Because I always, I don't sleep straight through the night very well or uh -huh. very often. And so I'll wake up and then I'll try to grab like another 40 minutes of sleep. And during that time is just the that's most when shit gets wild weird. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. That that's when your your grasp on what's real and what's not is really teetering there. You want to hear a that's dream true. that I had that yeah. Sorensen was in it? Yes, I told him about this once because it killed me. It was so funny. He like so in the dream calls me up. He's like, "Hey man, let's go get lunch. We haven't done that in a while. Let's do it." I'm like, "Okay, whatever." I don't. I think we've gone to lunch like twice <laughs> ever, and one of them was a golf event. So I don't know if that really counts, but. So he calls me up. We're going to lunch. He gives me the directions of where we're supposed to go, and it's at a church. I'm like, okay, whatever. Walk in, and Sorensen's down in the fellowship hall, whatever, <laughs> talking with some people, like nodding. Everybody's pretty nicely dressed or looks to be pretty nicely dressed. And then I walk in, and I'm like, oh, it's a potluck. Well, this is weird. <laughs> like, why are we going to lunch at a potluck? And then I'm looking around more, and it dawns on me. Sorensen invited me to lunch at a funeral <laughs> potluck after they had just buried the guy and then they just met and so wow yeah why nice. i had this dream i don't know <laughs> whether Sorensen's ever done that before i don't know did you stay for lunch oh yeah yeah and if i recall correctly the potato salad was <laughs> did you pay your respects no i don't know who I was over in the corner with Sorensen laughing while other grieving people were looking at us like, who are these? But you had free lunch, so it was, all, it was all good. Do you think that that is going to be a good thing? Back to the original idea of brains and ideas. Yeah, I'd like to remind and, everyone that we're on the events segment now. And, and not transferring those ideas to paper or computer or whatever it is. Uh huh. Man, I, I thought about it. That would be great. I, I thought about it for one minute, and I'm like, you know what? That'd be great. If I had a constant running log of all the things that I've eaten or drank or done, and I could basically see very easily how I'm spending my time, you know, 
what type of stuff that I'm eating. Now there's apps for that right now, but the problem is you got to put the shit into the app, right? Well, you're you're we're halfway there. I mean, you've got those fitness trackers that track what you do, no, where you go, when you're sleeping. Like you just you just have it on you, and it tells you what you're doing. Needs to be straight to the head. We're we're getting there. We're getting there. I don't think we're that far off. But Do like, you think it'd be the greatest search engine ever, though? Like, you know how you yeah. always struggle to key in exactly what it is that you're yeah, looking for right. when something's obscure? But if your brain is powering the search engine through the logs that have been created, mm. you're going to get exactly what you want, like, instantaneously. I always struggle over at the day job finding <clears throat> music to, to go on projects because I'm really bad at describing music. So I think I want something that sounds, you know... Fun, and the search Fun. engine doesn't like that very much. Well, you have a very, very exact, you know, sound, and I guess picture of what you want the music right, to be. Right. I can but hear you it. Can't say it. I can hear it. Yeah. So if the search engine just like find something like this, yeah. this many beats per minute, oh, man. And this sort of syncopation. That's great. These instruments. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally cool with that idea. I don't have any problem with that. It, or mean, on the other side, there could be hacking. That, I guess. What's that song that I can almost think of? I oh. almost remember. The what? most annoying slash greatest thing ever. <laughs> and then you're sitting there and you're like trying to piece together four lyrics and right. to put it into Google. <laughs> like, but it is really satisfying when you get it. Oh yeah. Without googling. Oh no, nah, that doesn't happen <laughs> to me often. When you get it without googling, if it ever happens, it's beautiful. Are you a big don't Google it guy? Because I'm instant know, with the Google. I know early you know, on. I don't want to ask for directions if I'm lost, guy. Yes, absolutely. I'm that guy. Idiot. I've had, <laughs> Just I have an idiot. a map in my brain. Yeah, that map sucks. <laughs> I know early. I know with probably within the first five to ten seconds whether I'm going to get this or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I would like, love to know the actual success ratio of that. Uh, that's a guarantee. That's a guarantee, Schaefer. Guaranteed. Every time. It's never failed. Within five to ten seconds, I know whether I'm going to get it or not. So if if it's just futile, it's, yeah, you're, you're going to Google? I'm going straight to the Google. So yeah. what's the method? What do you because mean? It, so within five to ten seconds, if you think that you're going to get it, but it takes you a while to figure out exactly what it is, what's the method that you're using that isn't Google? Well, I'm trying to tap into my brain. I'm like, have I heard this so before? We're talking song specifically. Are you saying it? Are you like? What's the scenario? Like, trying I'm to trying to beat? find yeah, the, like, let's the say artist. I'm trying to. Th you have some sort of song that pops into your head, and you don't know what it is, and you can't piece together enough of the lyrics to make the whole thing go. How yeah. do you go about? And you you don't Google it because you know what it is. Yeah. So if I think that there's a chance that I could get this. It's just like I don't like I don't know I don't know what the process is you I don't know how it works you sit just there think. in agony you just, very uh... Schaefer, you just think <laughs> you just think and you can continue to think what like so if I can maybe I think give up it. for two seconds and then I think some more but you were very adamant that you don't want to Google it I don't that, like that's last resort unless right. I don't know unless I know that I don't know that I mean we're getting into some deep territory how would you know that you know it but then you don't know it? well i, I can, know i know i know, I, know. I, I don't just, know i know i don't know now but i know i will know when i know i knew that i knew it but now i don't know if i know it no 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 that's never the case i always know if i know don't and know ridiculous. if i don't know know if i know and know if i don't know 
There's no there's no wavering on that. Right. It's always always true. I'm like sitting there. If it's me, eight out of ten times, I'm sitting there and there's like a piece of a lyric, Guaranteed. and I'm just trying to put in what I think the word is that comes next after the the lyric that I have that I know is accurate. Yeah. And I've had some where like it was months in between when it <laughs> it happened to when I figured it out, and it was the most like euphoric thing ever. Have you ever tried to look up like a basically a song with no words? Like a like a dubstep song or something like no, that. No, I've never done that. Like, what is this song? And so you ha- basically. Oh yes. How do you describe it? You, there is no describing the, it. The one that comes to mind is um, when Brett Kane started the day job. He wanted delirious. Yeah. But so how do you Google that? His only description right? was, "I want that song that plays in the movies at parties." And then he goes, "You know, you know, bump, 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 bump." There's no words, and uh-uh. I don't know how I found it, so but I found like four it. Four of you in the hallway just doing this, right. <laughs> googling. What's that song that goes bop, 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 bop in parties at movies? I don't. We got there. We got there. You found it on Google. I found it on Google. Like I mean, well, I you know I used Yahoo, but <laughs> oh, but what ended up being no. the thing that got you there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I wish I knew. It was years ago. Do you have like a greatest song success story that you? <gasps> Whew, I wish. I have a recent one that I okay. still don't even know where I heard the song ever before. Yeah. But um, I was partaking in some uh, drugs and uh, <laughs> the song popped into my brain when I was in the clouds. <laughs> and for the life of me, I couldn't figure out enough of the lyrics to even Google it. But I could hear it, and it was driving me just nuts. And then, you know, you you come down and life resumes. Mm-hmm. Then the next time that I partook, mm-hmm. the song came back. Of course it does. <laughs> and I was pissed. <laughs> I was so mad. It was ruining my, what should have been a very mellow experience. Right. And I sat there for probably 45 minutes. Well, who knows how long it was. I mean, you, <laughs> the, the concept been. of time goes yeah. out the window. Yeah. yeah. Uh, trying to figure out this song and then the kicker to the whole thing is once i figured it out i was sober it was just a random night in august that i was sitting there and then the whole lyrics just, it came just back comes to me. you yeah and the name of the song was high <laughs> by the casey donahue band and i like i know of them but i've never known where i heard the song ever in my life yeah, i have no idea what that song is yeah i mean you have no reason to <laughs> like they, it's a popular sort of band that might play at the single barrel once a year and then were you down in texas most of the time were you interested in the song because you liked it or is just a song that you wanted to know what it was like Uh, why were you in search of the song relating to your life at that moment (laughs) i don't know it (laughs) appeared and then i had to know what it was (laughs) because well and then so given the condition that i was in being high at the time right and the lyrics sort of go along with that and it's like i need to know what this is and then it disappears and then it came back and then i was mad and then i couldn't figure it out and then it came back when i was sober and i figured it out so the key is to be sober. that's a great success story i like that that comes with a lesson you like that you wouldn't have got there (laughs) if it wouldn't have came back the second time when you were high. oh yeah exactly so there's a lesson there too (laughs) The lesson Get is a second time. What else can I learn about myself? <laughs> Let's find out. That's the lesson. So you're not you're not drinking 
during your your current fitness regimen. No. Mm. Um, are are you finding other ways to relieve no. stress? No. Well, I don't. I don't have any. Uh... <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll leave it at that. I mean, I think I <laughs> I painted a pretty vivid picture there as to what I don't have that I might need to accomplish what I was doesn't thinking. need to be said anymore. So. A hammock. Um, yeah. I mean that's that's a key step to the whole thing. <laughs> so it's very easy to not partake. You can't. Money is what he's talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. I don't have any money. In journalism, you guys know. <laughs> no. I got lots. I have a podcast. Uh, I mean, it's not sponsored, but I have a podcast. <laughs> what else are we gonna talk about? You wanna talk about condom snorting? Oh my god. Uh, not, not particularly. I don't understand this. I don't get it, but I also don't really have a problem with it. I feel like it's being a little overblown. Okay. What's, what's the big deal? Well, l- what's let's the explain big deal? it first. Um, there's this, one of these new, you know, internet challenges. It's like, I, what are they calling this one? Condom like, snorting. Condom challenge? Condom or snorting. <laughs> it's condom snorting. So... What they do is they take condoms and... Unused. Unrolled. Sure, yeah. Fresh out of the, the pack. Fresh out of the chute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just now imagining this whole challenge oh, centering around getting the condoms in the bathroom for 50 cents. <laughs> and they're just flying out and people yeah. are sending them down the row. Oh, yeah. They've seen a big spike. <laughs> um, and they, you know... What do you think makes money? Snort them. Kind of big condom. Big, big rubber. <laughs> Support big local latex. condom. Support big, big latex. <laughs> Damn big latex. Support local latex. But yeah, so they so they snort a condom. Like it's not like they're sniffing it. Like it goes up their nose, and the challenge is to pull it out of their mouth. Right. Right. And that's it. Which is something you maybe seen done with spaghetti. Or, or things of that nature. Seems slightly more dangerous. Spaghetti seems more dangerous? No. No. Condoms seem more dangerous. I was going to say, I, I don't know if we're on the same page. <laughs> no. If you, if you lose the spaghetti, you lose the spaghetti. There's just a spaghetti floating around in there. Well, same thing with it condoms. That sounds like a children's game. <laughs> lose the spaghetti. <laughs> Where'd it go? Uh, but if you lose a condom, you're in either. trouble. In your face well, where where's it gonna go do we know where this originated no i don't is there is I, there an origin story here i'll google it talk amongst <laughs> yourselves happer didn't know if in the initial 10 seconds so it's true <laughs> i went straight to google i now understand the process <laughs> um no i you don't so you don't have a problem with this i, I like, just it doesn't seem i'm not grossed out by it i'm not you're not why I don't know. It doesn't seem that crazy. I mean, I'm generally like, I, I don't want to see people put stuff in their nose for the sake of pulling it out of their mouth. It's anything. It's not just the fact that it's condoms. It's, yeah, it's, the condom part, I don't really care. It's, so so uh, we use the example of spaghetti. You also find that gross? If someone, gross. I wouldn't want to. I, I, mean, I wouldn't want to do it. It's, it's definitely less gross than a condom. Why? But what about other like inanimate objects? Like, we're just going to snark. Think, oh, I think the. I mean, was someone eating that spaghetti? Was it like dirty? Was it covered in manera, or marinara? 
I don't think Maybe, so. I, probably just a cooked noodle, I suppose. <laughs> well, it's got to be wet. You hey know? guys, come over. Kevin's going to shove a cooked noodle up his <laughs> nose and pull it out of his mouth. Yeah. And then now we've evolved into condoms for some reason. Apparently it's been around for a while. The It originated May 3rd, 2006 on break.com. So we can't blame millennials? We, I can, apparently. Well, maybe millennials. Yeah, that's still in the millennials. Very young I, millennials. I think we can, we can blame millennials, but not Gen Zers like I was hoping we could. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I forget. Wait, where's that cutoff? Yeah. Um, ooh. I don't want to like, be a millennial. 2000-ish? Can you just opt out of it? No, wait. Why don't you want to be a millennial? I, I just don't. I mean, you want to be Gen X? I generally don't feel like the BuzzFeed articles describe how <laughs> I'm feeling based on the 37. I think that actually makes you very millennial. I don't know. Yeah, look, man, Aren't I'm an individual. Pain? Okay. Ah, uh, now I'm being painted. I don't like it. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> they do the same thing, man. That's what I've always said. Millennials a mindset. It's a, you know, it's not an age that's what people say too i've read this stuff mm -hmm. on the google that's, that's what the millennials say did you read it where the list also tells you to make sure you eat a big breakfast once a week to really make yourself feel good yeah is that a thing should, was, should i be doing that? again off of the really stupid buzzfeed how to enjoy your 20s list mm. uh, i'm a big breakfast guy avocado so. toast go on trips mm. stuff like that kind of sounds like schaefer over here Minus avocado. He's a big trip guy. <laughs> I am a trip guy. guy. I'm a trip guy, too. I love trips. How old are you, Mike? 30. Me, too. Welcome to your 30s. Um, it's a good year. Definitely millennial. You're like, you're right in the heart of millennial. I, know, I don't. I, I identify more with, like, cantankerous old people, though, than I do, yeah. like, young, boisterous, condom-shoving millennial. You've seen some shit. Oh, I've seen some shit. No doubt about it. <laughs> Connor. You, 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 I've seen enough shit, you and I'm and I'm 25. Not so. what I was gonna ask. Yeah, you, you also don't like being a millennial. No, not not particularly. I don't like the way I don't I don't like most of the people who are my age. No, I will say this about millennials: they're killing off of Applebee's. I support. That's good. <laughs> yep, I'm no down with that. To those who work at Applebee's. Half the things that are like you know millennials are killing this. That's fine. It's really not most of them. You know. I actually like napkins. Like it, who needs them? I, I'm very millennial in that I find out that these things aren't cool anymore. And I think, well, I, I do need bar soap actually. And I Wait, go and buy aren't cool anymore. Bar soap. No, millennial, millennials are millennials killed bar soap. bar soap, but I went and bought bar soap when I read that because like, yeah, I remember bar soap. I'm going to be hipster and go use it. Irish spring. I did get Irish spring. Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> it's the only one I could find. <laughs> it was Irish spring or zest. Oh, 30 so. year old millennials are buying <laughs> Irish spring or zest. You're absolutely correct. Is that the one with the, it's, it's, you could feel it. It's got oh, the texture. Scrubby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That's what, yeah. Yep. I don't it's think that's a millennial soap. Well, they're the millennials killed the bar soap. So of course it's not. Right. Yeah. I was, the only time I've seen that is at like my grandparents' house. I mean, you want doves, men plus care or whatever? Is that, that a millennial be, soap? That would be a more millennial soap. Mo moisturizing. Or, or like, you know, like exfoliating. Artisan, like made from mm, organic know, or beeswax. Right. That type of shit. With lavender. Lavender's a bad, it's a bad flavor. It's a bad smell. Bad all around. Lavender should be gone. Wow. I'll take. Yep. What, what scent are your dryer sheets? If mm. not lavender. I don't know. Good question. Meadow fresh? I'm not sure. I'll check on that. 
next time. Clean breeze. They're off brand, you know, like Target, you know. Oh, so just like purple. Maybe. Yeah. But not purple because that's lavender. What were you looking up? I don't know. It's condom snorting. Yeah, that's what we were talking 2006, about. 2006. And you know? how you don't, you don't, you're not offended by this. I just, it's stupid, but sure, do you. It's way better than Tide Pod Challenge. It's better than Tide Pod Challenge? If you're going to do one or the other, do the condom snorting. No. Oh God, I don't know if I can no, do that. No, no. Tide Pod Challenge will put you in the hospital because you are putting poison in your body. I mean, this. The condom thing, yeah, the condom thing is just comes out of your mouth and then not be able to breathe, and then it wouldn't come back out. It is most likely not going to end. Hold on to one end until the other one is in your mouth, and then grab hold of the other end before you let go. Like always, have a hold of one end of the condom, and then it won't go anywhere. You can always pull it out in case of emergency. Yeah. So I don't see the problem. Sometimes they're slippery. And you drop it. Actually, have no experience <laughs> with condoms in my life. Oh God! So no. I, I I don't know that to oh, be true. That's a, so that's a bad path out. to go down. Probably. Just facts. Okay. What do you think of the uh, the Kona? <laughs> like I said, it's a it's a little sweeter than From I condoms thought. Condoms to Kona. Yeah. Um, a little almost honey sort of flavor in there. Uh, I, I, these, these golden ales always throw me off a little bit because they have more flavor than they look like they should have, yeah. which I, well, I appreciate. It looks like you're holding a Bud Light. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But it does not and then, taste like that. So it just throws my brain off a little bit. And I will say it's, these aren't styles I typically choose, which I appreciate you bringing in. I don't want someone to bring in something that I drink every day. That's not the point of this. So, um, I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying it much slower than Connor is over there, but I'm enjoying it. He just throws them down. Yeah, that's what I do. What's the ABV on the Modelo? Is any did, did anybody find that? I couldn't find it. I didn't look. The Big Wave Kona was four point four. Which yeah, I mean we're talking about you know summer. It's a lot of flavor for four point four. It really is. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Once you kind of know that, that is a good thing. Good to know. Back to the condom talk. What else you got? I don't really have anything. I don't know. What was I? What was I looking up right before the show? I don't know. We had lots of things. There and was then, this, and then beer showed up, and there was this girl who, um, who basically was complaining that she was too good looking. That was that was the deal. Uh, she basically wrote this story about how she skated through life because she was so good looking, and that was a bad thing. I mean, I can relate. I can't. <laughs> I won't lie. I very much have a radio face. Uh, was she complaining that no one challenged her because of this? A lot. Yeah, she said she got jobs because of um, her good looks. Now, on the social side, she said it was you know, kind of a problem. She said men were more loyal friends, but my boyfriends would always say, that's because they want to get laid. So I'd think women just dump on me. Men's uh, Men w- just want to have sex with me. Who am I? My closest friend was a gay man. He wasn't jealous and he didn't want to get laid. That might have been my only pure friendship. That's the really sad part. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it just kind of go to the psychology of women and friendships to begin with? 
like they're they're a weird i mean very different friend situations than like guys are would the would there be a with my degree that I have in sociology from Elf School? Of hidden course, people. don't forget the hidden people. Yeah, like how hidden big of a drawback with the, we still haven't even heard about the hidden people. All right, they're mischievous. It. Yeah, I told you about them. They, they hide they in the shadows you. and they like they try to trick you. They'll you know mess with your crops if you're a farmer, which there are some in Iceland. Kind of hidden as in invisible. But how? It's a volcano rock. Uh, hey. A lot of fish, a lot of hay. Roughly the extent of the economy in Iceland. And tourism. Elves. I'm so interested in Iceland. <laughs> Let's go. Go find out. I should go. Like, is it, like, how how long were you over there? Two weeks. I mean, I went for a long time. Most you did. don't need to go that long. Did you run out of stuff to do? No, so what we did is we... One of the reasons we picked Iceland is I wanted to go somewhere and then just pretty much do everything you could in the country so that you would never feel bad about not going back. As opposed to if you like went to Germany and you're there for like eight days and you only saw East Germany or only saw West Germany or never made it to Berlin or you spent all eight days in the concentration camps. Oh, checking that okay. out. Okay. Whatever else. Yeah. I, I didn't mean it. No. I'm just kidding. Because um, of the Jewishness. Yeah. see. So with Iceland, the idea was like, oh, well, we'll see the whole thing. You can do it in two weeks. It's not that big. Small. Uh, it's a complete, utter idiocy on our part. <laughs> I mean, so you want to go back. Like, we didn't have enough time budgeted for the areas where we wanted to spend more time. And what we wanted to do is we wanted to drive the whole country. They have one highway. It's Highway 1. Called the Ring Road, <laughs> they, they they numbered and it. It rings around the whole country. Do they yeah. have dreams of someday having a Highway Two. I don't think there's a Highway Two plan. There are like there are no roads that go across. Off of it. Like there's yeah, there's like Road Two Seventy Five. Yeah, but it's just like this is Highway One. Um, <laughs> big circle. Cool goes around the whole. Yeah. So we we did that. That was like the bulk of why it took two weeks. And I my phone. Jeez. Yeah. Sorry. <sighs> Do we have the whole thing? We'll just we'll start over. What were you gonna say about? I don't know. Iceland, <laughs> Highway One. I don't know what happened. <laughs> there, was, there was so much more to that. You were not even like to, to the point thrown yet. By that text. Yeah. Uh, no. So I was basically just saying that, like, you know, we I picked somewhere to go because I wanted to see all of the country and then fail miserably. Sure. But if you really wanted to experience Iceland and not have to do the ring road like you could go for a week and just hang out in Reykjavik and then they have these bus tours that take you to the other parts of the country because again not that big what's the what's the square mileage here what are we looking at like the size of what uh Iceland I don't know like like Nebraska Nebraska Kansas Missouri together a little bit okay that's pretty big it's doable yeah I mean it's not like it's not super small, but I I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm not great with geospatial awareness, so it's uh, true. How long does it, it take to drive the ring road? Uh, takes about twenty three hours. Oh, okay. So, um, which I mean, if you're doing it straight, which, yeah, I mean nobody is. So, and you always had to go to a petrol station every day. I mean, the the various things that I learned over there that just drove me insane was that. 
we bought this food so that we wouldn't have to because food's very expensive over there so we went to their grocery store before we left then we always had to find ice to keep stuff cold you think in iceland abundance no not at all everything room temperature over there iceland is green greenland is ice yeah i mean there's that everyone knows that but iceland's also very ice so there's i mean it's kind of that theory is bs yeah you gotta you go to the fingers or the western portion of iceland and it's you know, polar bears are floating over across from Greenland. Wow. And then That'd they get shot sight. down immediately. What? Yeah. Sucks. They get shot? Yep. Like they're intruders? Yep. Why? Because they are not indigenous to the area. They would basically attack people. I mean, polar bears could be very vicious. That's true. So they don't. Uh, they go, polar bears. They don't want them to. Do they, they move to, inland? Like, or do they. Their yeah. ice is melting. They got to find. Well, they, what happens is they you saw the commercial. The ice breaks away. Whatever they're on breaks away from what they were at. Sure. So then they float over to ending up in Iceland, and then they end up on shore, and they think that they're on land that's familiar, and they're wandering around. And farmers or you know village people shoot them down because of the damage that they can do. Damn, which like, is awful, but that's the case. It's kind of like seeing a mountain lion here in Nebraska or kind something of. like that. Sarah McLaughlin's playing the whole time. It's really sad. It's really terrible. Iceland is this big, by the way. Oh, my God. Basically, Carney to Des Moines. It's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Geospatial awareness, not great. <laughs> how did you do that? That's cool. I, I Googled how big that, is Iceland. Because good... I, I knew I didn't know. You know, I waited about sure. five seconds. Well, yeah. So then I Googled it. That seems like a pretty good use of the internet. And, and Google just put it right over Lincoln. It said, it looks like you're in Lincoln. Because it knew where you were. It, yeah. Sweet. Did you drag it to other places? I don't know. I haven't but tried. like, drag it over, just drag it over well, the entire here, state. You, you take the mouse. You do what you want to do. Oh, no, I can't do that. Damn it, Google. It, it's like, it's smaller than Nebraska. Yeah. It's Nebraska-esque. I need my third beer. All right. Last beer. Man, this is one of my uh, my all-time favorites, and it's not like a super out-there beer, but it is the Deschutes Black Butte Porter. Oh, ah, yes. classic. Classic. Three. I Excellent love, choice. I love, love, love porters in the winter, and that's my all-time favorite. So figured that's what uh, you would want to finish on. You build up from the Mexican beer to the lighter mowing beer, and now you finish with a, a porter. You, you put, you is put legit. thought into this. I appreciate I that. Yeah. You guys like to shoot? Uh, I do um, because I like that beer so much. I tend to just get that and not get out and try the chain breaker or all the other things what's the Which one had, but... that uh joe brought us um um the nw yeah not porch swing, like red swing yeah or red porch that one was good something like that i remember liking mirror that pond is mirror fantastic pond, yeah. mirror pond. Uh, done, fresh squeezed fresh squeeze that's my girlfriend's favorite beer one thing not I know where about. i thought that sentence was gonna end <laughs> You said fresh squeeze, and that's my girlfriend. I was like, what the hell? And then it finished with favorite, favorite beer. beer. That's fine. Yep. <clears throat> Did you have a guess on where it would have gone? 
Uh, well, no, I, I didn't know if you were just making some sort of joke at your girlfriend's expense and we were all going to laugh awkwardly. Or... <laughs> Foreplay. I hope, yeah. <laughs> She's a friend of the show. She's been on the show. She before. has been on the show. God. She's the only female who has ever made an appearance wow. on the show. It's true. Someone well, called one over record the phone you couldn't once. break. Someone called over the phone once. A fe- oh, that's true. That's true. Yes. Mrs. Simba. Correct. That was fun. And um, we tried to get uh, uh, ghost guy, Trent's sister mm-hmm. to call in, but she didn't. Also, um, the lady from Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. who did She, she liked a tweet once. Yeah, she did like a tweet, though. Suki Yegley. Yep. Good times. Hey, uh, hey, Connor. Hey. How do you feel about service at restaurants these days? Oh, man. It's bad. At these new, um, you know, like, I guess, millennial restaurants. Ugh, the worst. I, like, I don't know how else to describe them. New restaurants. And usually they have good food. But service is, like, way far down the line. It seems to me for for some of these newer restaurants. This, do, this bothers you? Do people not care about the Well, I, I mean, it bothers me. But I wonder if people care about it anymore. Do you think it's indicative of the age group of people working at these restaurants? Do you think it's indicative of the fact that their food is so good that they don't think they need to have good service? Maybe. Do you think it's indicative of what people want when they go to a restaurant nowadays? They well, want to just know. kind of be left alone. That's what I'm trying to find out. I don't. Well, I don't know that people necessarily want to be left alone. I mean, I don't. Like, I kind of want to be left alone, but I also want to not, you know, wait just to say, hey, I got to go. Like, or hey, where's where's my food? Or this is the wrong food, or I need a refill or something like that, you know? The refill thing. The refills, and when I'm ready for a check, I want to check. Mm-hmm. And other than that, you can just leave me alone. But I, I do want those things done. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about the people who think that they're impressing you by not writing your order down? <laughs> yeah. I am always a little impressed. Scares me sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't trust I, that. I'm never impressed. It's no? Like you got this utensil. You can <laughs> write it down. You won't screw it up because here's what's going to happen. You're going to screw it up. Yeah. You're going to forget. There's nine people ordering. Nobody's that impressed. You're going to forget nobody, that the guy asked for a side of ranch. Look, you, this, this is what happens when someone's serving you. You look down on that person in the sense of you don't really care about them. So the fact that they can do this skill isn't impressive to you it's just you know the vehicle in which you're getting your food but when that food turns out not to be correct then you're kind of mad about it because they could have easily been solved by having a pencil and paper and the best part is when someone argues with you about what you ordered that i enjoy the person with no notepad yes that's never happened to me i would be furious uh one I would... no longer in existence restaurant here in lincoln that Hmm. Well, if it's not here, what was it? It wasn't like a straight argument. It was like, yeah. well, didn't you say that? It was like, no. I've never, <laughs> never wanted that in my life. Uh, it was Jack and June's, I believe. Oh, okay. And there was no like, there was no evidence. This person did not write it down. And you were like, this is what I ordered. And they were like, no. And how long did that go on? Oh, well, they were like, no, I had you down for this. And like, well, you didn't have anything. You didn't have me down. Exactly. That would be extremely and that frustrating. Was also I never had that happen. Like, I don't think that it happens as much anymore, but in the Haymarket for a little bit, there was this thing where they didn't want to give you a beer menu. 
And the server would be like, well, tell me what you like. And it's mm. like, well, you're 21. And if I told you I wanted something that's kind of dark, tastes a little bit chocolatey, what are you going to, are you going to go heat up a Hershey's bar in a glass <laughs> and bring it to me? Don't trust that. Nope. I don't trust that either. So. Also, when I go to a restaurant, like, I, we've had this conversation recently as well. I don't want what I want. <laughs> you know? Like, I want what they have and mm. what, you know, that is good. Right. I want kind of what they're known for or what, you know, when it comes to beer or something different. But, you like, don't want what you I want. I don't want what I want. The the beer menu thing. Because then I end up getting, you know, you'll end up getting chicken strips wherever you go, whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I, you end up right. getting the same thing in every restaurant. It's stupid. No, I mean, why do you want the same thing every time? Well, if, if we're saying that's what I want, right, right. No, I get what you're saying. It's like you you've talked about beer menus, and if someone's saying, "Well, what kind of beer do you like?" I like lots of different things. Okay, and I want okay, to- I get it now. I get it now. Now I see what you're saying. Right. Because before it was like I was basically under the assumption that you were ordering chicken strips everywhere. When you <laughs> No, I'm here in Chicago. I mean, your what your brain strips. thought you wanted, and you were being tricked into eating these chicken strips that you never wanted. I'm exactly Damn the it. opposite. Not again. I want to try all of the different things. <laughs> Damn brain. <laughs> Should have created the log. Oh, look, it's chicken strips. <laughs> but that's the that's that's my point, man. Like I, I don't. It doesn't matter what I want. What do you have? What is good? That's what I want. Do you, um, let's say you're at a steakhouse, you order a steak, medium rare, like you should. It comes out and it's past that. It's it's medium well. Mm-hmm. You sending it back? I've only ever sent food back once. And it happened a few months ago. Because it was another guy who didn't write the order down. <laughs> and he, he, like, he got a couple things wrong and it tasted terrible. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I don't. So I just sent it back, and they had I ordered something else at that point, but I I cannot recall ever sending anything else back, unless it like obviously comes out and they did the order wrong, like not in the they cooked it wrong, or whatever, but in the it's like, the wrong food. Yeah, yeah. I I'm I'm kind of with you. I think they're because I sound like I'm a jerk to servers and I'm not, and I I feel like I tip pretty well because I usually tip around 20 to 25 percent um i mean i feel like servers here's another iceland thing for you don't tip over there it's offensive there's their salary and their pay is built into what they make already they don't need your tipping which Mm. is which is the better system um Mm. when you know it you kind of like the not tipping system yeah because then you don't feel as awkward about like oh the service wasn't very good but I still feel have, compelled have to, to leave something. Or right. I've been at this bar for a while. I probably need to leave an extra, you know, two bucks here to this mm-hmm. server because he talked to me about, you know, Donald Trump. So <laughs> uh, you're not. So you're not tipping off straight performance. Performance just, based tipping just depends, I guess. I mean, if it's really good, then I'm on the high end of the scale. If it's really bad, I'm still tipping twenty percent. Generally, I'm the reason that people have bad service. I guess. Have you ever not tipped? Just straight Never. no. I don't think uh, that I not, have either. Not since I was old enough to understand it. Like, I think maybe in high school, uh, you'd go to, you know, in Columbus, you'd go to the restaurant where there's a waiter or something. Um, I might have never thought to do it. Mm-hmm. 
But then again, I wasn't like I was ordering like a piece of pie. So right. It's not like, right. What do you want? You know, tip a quarter. So I um, hate those things because I feel like there's a minimum tip. Like I, I'm not going to tip less than a couple bucks right. on, on something if like that. If it was that. a five dollar deal, yeah, or something. So like now that. all of a sudden, I'm tipping fifty percent for that slice of yep. pie. But it's still. I feel that when I go to breakfast places here in town. Yeah. yeah. And it's like my meal comes out, can I get water and I didn't get coffee, and it comes out to like eight twenty. Uh huh. It's like. I only have to tip less than $1 here. It's like, you didn't make the eggs. You didn't make the bacon. You didn't make the hash browns. You poured a glass of water, and I'm giving you two something. Yeah. Like, come on. Pretty extreme. I, I think I prefer the no-tip system. It'd be nice to have that built in. I do like the idea of generally holding people accountable based on their performance. But that's, I like, mean, that's a good thing. That's the only place where that happens, though, right? It's not like you at your day job, Connor Happer. It's not like you're making less money if you do a shitty show. If you have an off day. It's true. I am fortunate. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that there could be situation like, that could be the case. I mean, a, a waiter can have just a bad day and, and walk away with, half the tips that day just because he's he's having a bad day didn't sleep well you can be in that same situation no consequence so who, but who's the judge in my case because in the waiter in the waiter waitresses or waiters case there's me mm -hmm. i am just the sole right. judge well and there's no right there's no immediate feedback on the radio but right. i mean maybe people are like i don't know he's kind of boring today and just turns it off less tip yeah right just on your on the radio in your car eh nah and then you lose money based on how many stations, yeah. how many people change a station. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a motivational tool. You think so? Yep. You think like you do a whole lot different? Um, I like to think I try hard. Don't you think that would just mean <laughs> you'd be playing the hits all the time? Ooh. Yeah. Would you pander more? You'd pander. I probably would. Talking about... Like, that's the danger of the whole journalism based on clicks and listens that's true it's that different you're no for longer covering broad spectrum your narrow focus to what you know works yeah it definitely poses a problem that way is that something you run into mike um i have yeah in the past like i don't there's things i don't like doing with my job that you know occasionally you have to do because you have to attract eyeballs and stuff or there's things i don't like writing or talking about which you occasionally you have to do because you have to, you know, I mean, in the ideal world, you're getting to write stories that you really are invested in, but that's not, I mean, not always feasible because you got to run and manage a website and there's going to be people that have different opinions of you as to what they're interested in. So I think, you know, with, with us, we do a pretty good job of blending, you know, BC has things that he wants to do and Brunt has things that he wants to do and I have things that I want to do. And then we also have the stuff that we know it has to get done to make everything run. And I think that's kind of the key to being able to survive because if you're, you know, 80% one way or the other, you're probably going to struggle in new age journalism. Do you, Connor, feel like there are things that you talk about at the day job that you don't want to talk about? Almost, almost 100% of the you time. You don't want to talk about any of it. Right. Okay. You just don't want to talk. I just don't want to talk about, like, it, it's hard for me, especially right now. To find a Nebraska football topic that I am really passionate about at this point in time is very difficult. 
So, you know, still going to talk about Husker football because that's what it is. Red, red clad team football <laughs> because that's, you know, that's what it is. But do I like it all that much? Not necessarily. Mm. I'm not tipping you anymore. <laughs> now, the season, when that comes along, sure, every single day, whatever, for however long you want to talk about it, doesn't matter for a red clad team. Good thing that's right around the corner. Yeah. So the 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 um, main point of it, I just wish there were more teams slash more sports. Like, there's lots of sports. Are there? Yeah, I can think of like three right now. I think of the, as far as the consumers are concerned, it there's probably just two sports, <laughs> and really just one. Volleyball, not volleyball. Believe it or not, <laughs> see that transfer that the red clad team got. Don't don't do that. That's way too way too far. Yeah, but did you see? I did. I'm not going to talk about it. It's exciting though, because I don't know that the mass people look. It's something. Are you going to talk about it at the day job? That's uh, that's what I'm talking about. I don't think so. Well, then we can talk about it now. Okay. <laughs> Is that how it works? I think so. All right. I don't know the rules. I've been drinking. Rules. There's lots of rules. We don't follow them. Except we don't talk about the red clad team and we don't talk about the day job, which is all we've been doing for five minutes. Well, now. we talk about the day job often. Oh, just not by name. And we have people on the show <coughs> based on our relationships well, during the day job. Context? Yeah. There was actually, I, I was talking to someone at the day job who said our show should just be have on red clad media members and just let them cuss. And that should just be the concept of our show. Just come, come here, Schaefer, say fuck. That's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah, right. Like I'd, I'd listen to that. Forget this whole beer concept. That's, the, that's, that's what the podcast will be. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Like just completely we let rebrand red it. Team media members vent. Yeah, yell bad words. Yeah, whatever they want to talk about. Okay, Shave, anything? Ah, uh, no, Not really. Okay. <laughs> we tried. Um, that, was good. Not the, that was a good episode. I'm not Come the guinea pig week. you want. Like, if you let me build up and it festers, I can give you unbelievable rants. But when, if you put me on the spot, I don't know if I'm going to have anything for you. When are you going to be drinking again? Because maybe uh, we need you back then. First, second week of May, right around. All right. Then. All right. What is your favorite trip that you've ever taken? Ever? Yeah. Is it Iceland? I mean, that's that's up there. Uh, this trip to the Bahamas was really good because it was just me. Did you go by yourself? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering. What's that like? Me. What's uh, that like? It's pretty. I mean, if you get tired of yourself very fast, <laughs> uh, it may not be for you. But I, I liked it because I mean, you kind of just do whatever your pace is. If you want to sleep in till you know nine thirty, you can do that. If you want to get up at seven and run along the beach and god knows why you want to do that but if that's what you want to do then do it uh you want that third piece of cheesecake maybe not the best decision you've ever made but who's gonna tell you no so uh, well the waiter but well actually it's fuck that guy given that it was an all-inclusive resort they're (laughs) like oh yeah sure we got more of that it's all mass produced everything you want um so i really liked it and the thing that you have to be comfortable with is silence. 
because if you're not there with somebody else, there's not someone to just bounce conversation off of. Yeah. And so I was there basically to just sort of relax and read and just kind of detach myself from my normal life. And it worked really well for me. How many words did you say in a given day? To out loud to other yeah. people? Yeah. That's a good one. To non-servers? Yeah. Oh. No, 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 no. To everyone included. Uh, okay. Everyone included and then non-servers. Oh, probably less than 500. Yeah. Maybe less than 200. Though I did get sucked into multiple conversations about the United States with foreigners. So. Really? Mm. And by foreigners, I mean the Canadians because they <laughs> talk to everybody. They're so nice, I get that. Every trip I've ever gone on, there's just been very friendly Canadian people that want to Oh, talk. I get that. I went to Canada once, and my most vivid memory, this was, I think I was in middle school, eighth grade or so, the most vivid memory I have is we, we had just gotten into town, stopped at like a Domino's or something. Everyone else went in, stretched their legs. I was sitting in the car, windows down, and this guy just walks by. I'm, I'm sitting in the car by myself. He just goes, hey, nice weather, eh? And I go, sure, yeah. Okay. And he keeps walking. But yeah, just like everybody would talk to everybody, no matter what. Just little comments like that to a stranger in yeah. a car, a kid in a car. And hey, that's probably, probably. probably better than the alternative. You think so? Not talking? Yeah. Everybody not talking to anybody? Just depends on what you want on a given day, I guess. I, I'm not a big fan of small talk, personally. It seems no. I mean, trivial. Nobody, nobody really. It pointless. is pointless. Nobody remembers. That's all, that's all that is. Though, it, you know, you say nobody remembers. That is my most vivid memory from that trip. But it was like, even really small talk though. Hey, that's weathery. Eventually, the small talk becomes like with one of the people. It's not small talk anymore. It's like bigger talk. And then that's how friends are made. Whoa! I don't know if you ever made a friend before. No, I haven't. But that's how it works usually. Hmm. You approach a person. I always thought friends were made because they grew up in your neighborhood or they went to your school. It's kind of <laughs> friends by association. It, it's either that or you're stuck in an office with them every day. Right. That, or you it. lived on the same dorm floor. Right. right. Or you're in the same chosen Somehow profession. Somehow you're inescapable from them. Do I have There's any friends? random friend stories I don't understand. Yeah, I've, I've never just met a guy at a bar. Do I? <laughs> you no, know, I don't. I don't think that I have either. I think people do that, don't they? Friends? I don't know. Friends are just like someone you come to expect to be in the same bar, and then ultimately you're the <laughs> bar flies. Then, then you know, oh, we're those people. And then you know your cheers. I guess you guys are right. Like, I don't have really any friends that I wasn't like uh, immediately. Just you have to talk to them every day. All of my all of my friends stem from either neighborhood growing up, high school. Um, but how did you meet your neighborhood friends growing up? I mean, you're you're outside and they're outside and you're playing. Had to rollerblade with somebody. Somebody had to talk to somebody first. Well, yeah, no, I'm not yeah. saying that there wasn't conversation. Yeah. But you're just seven. saying you can trace like every friend that you have. You can pretty much trace to like three common things. You either went to school together, you worked together, or you grew up in this proximity. It's probably true. Not, we met at a random place, mm -hmm. at a bar. I don't think that I've met a friend at a bar before. We both reached for the same bathroom mint and... Hit it off. Hit it off. 
It's a he was drinking a mojito too, <laughs> and everybody else had PBR. <laughs> and we knew we were friends. Are we done? I actually kind of have to bail. <laughs> wow. Well, thanks for the beer. Oh, we're yeah. done then. It's perfect. That's, we're all done with our beer, right? Yeah. Uh, I was trying to find. If you were to rank those, would it go one, two, three? Well, that's our next. We w- we will rate them one to ten. I was. I don't think that I wrote a dream journal this week. I did. You're in it. Whoa. You are it, not urine. I told you guys about the Haley Steinfeld Taylor Swift thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you did. That one's good. Yeah. Um. Okay. So mine's interested says, in that one. Mine says went to a Creighton prep basketball game because in my mind that must be where you went to high school Connor. that would, couldn't be further from no the truth, i know it's but not okay true, but went to central that's right the exact opposite potato potato no it's not um kind of different prep is the worst i i went in and i remember the like ticket table was selling tickets and also raffle tickets i don't know what they were raffling mm-hmm. and then i went in and i ordered a hamburger at the concession stand and they gave me a choice of different kinds of buns the hamburger like brioche or pretzel or regular wow, that's or classy yeah it really was um and then you found me and said mark we're over here so i came and you and jackie were there mm-hmm. and then there were two girls from my high school also sitting with you and the gym was huge like arena sized and then i fell asleep in the dream watching basketball and then it ended i i think so i don't know I don't remember. I fell asleep. You fell asleep in your own dream. Yeah. Inceptioned it. Huh. I don't know that I've had that before. Falling asleep in my dream. High school basketball, man. Usually there's something sudden at the end, you know? Like death. Mostly death. Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> yeah. It's a big moment. Okay. We're done. Oh, we have to rank these. <laughs> uh, not rank, but, uh, you know, rate. Rate. Uh, my favorite of the night was this old fella, Deschutes Black Butte Porter, seven point eight. Is that where we're starting? Am yeah, I just to go high, you? go highest to lowest. Yeah. Well, okay, this was also going to be my highest. Yeah. Uh, Deschutes Black Butte Porter, five point two. That's that's why it's my favorite. It's the highest alcohol of the night at five point two. Oh, a oh. nice light night for us. Oh, okay. I almost thought you were rating. Oh no, no, I'm sorry. Five point two percent. 30 IBUs, uh, really just trying to stall to make uh, Schaefer wait for whatever he's got going on mm-hmm. now. Um, I'm going to go in the sevens as well, a little lower than you. You said seven, eight. I did. I just want to be lower than you. Seven, six. Second favorite, Modelo Especial. Wow. Yeah, a little bit of an upset there. Um, it was really good, and I got more out of it than I expected, hmm. I think. So I will go with um, 7.4. Wow, in the sevens. Mm-hmm. Look at you. So I, I, we're just going in order, right? So I don't have to do the That's same right. beer? That's right. Because my second beer would be the Kona Big Wave Golden Ale. Uh, like I said, more flavor than I expected. Sweeter, weedier. Um, there's people canoeing on it. <laughs> um, It's true. Yeah. I'm going to go eh, nice 6.9. Nice. Uh, I got much less out of the big wave Kona than I expected to get. Really? Up. I don't know necessarily That's surprising to me. what I was 
expecting, I guess. Well, what did you get? Um, I wasn't sure. Uh huh. Like that—that that was the thing you said, honey. And I guess I like there was a little bit of that. It was just very average to me. Hmm. Very average. Okay. So. Very average, and it has to be worse than Modelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, seven, seven flat. Fine, it's fine. It's a high average. It is. He's got a his. My scale is fucked. Up. His scale is seven to <laughs> seven nine. That it, it, it doesn't at all. I don't know why we pretend you it's love one the beer to ten. That was a seven point eight, but then the one that's a seven is a very average. Yeah, we've lost ourselves on the scale you, many times. Okay, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to bring up something. It was. It was. It. Yeah. Should I say six? No. Okay. No, do what you want. Uh, so what's left for me is the Modelo Especial Cerveza. I looked it up. Four point. I don't remember now. Four point four. I think percent. Mm. Um, it was skunky, like you you mentioned, coming in the clear bottle, being tainted by the light. <laughs> um, I I just can't get over that. That's so. It's off putting for me. Um. I'm going to go 5.8. Wow. 5.8. Okay. I mean, it's, yeah. I appreciate you bringing it in. Oh. I, I don't, I don't want to offend Look, I'm you. I'm not offended at That's all. That's good. At all. Fucking this beer. Am I right? How would. I don't know. Go one, two, three on these. If I did it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be Deschutes, probably Modelo, and then the, the big wave. Oh, wow. But had Sweaty Betty been here. Sweaty Betty and Deschutes would have fought out for number one. Yeah. It would have been a pretty... <laughs> this is a really good Well, beer. and then if we were talking banquet, then it's like you're talking my favorite just sort of beer, like mainstream beer mm-hmm. versus my two two of my favorite yeah. craft beers. Hard to hard to put them against yeah. each other. Well, and they're not remotely similar, right. any of them. Right, So. All right, Chief. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. We'll have to do it again. Absolutely. Episode 29 has been a success. And go to our many various social media platforms and find us on the various things where you can find us. You're at. doing great. Go to Three Beers Later. Hit the subscribe. They already tab. know. They already know. ThreeBeersLater.com, at ThreeBeersLater, Facebook.com, slash ThreeBeersLater, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, the other one. We doing something special for our 30th birthday next week? Uh, wow. This podcast is as old as me and Schaefer. In weeks. In weeks. Slash episodes. Yeah. Not really weeks. Uh, yes. I just don't know what yet. Cool. 